What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 139. On this episode, we are joined by Snappy once again. Uh, we talk about our Patreon, our merch shop, our Discord, uh, D Wade's kid, uh, overpopulation of the planet. Uh, we honestly talk about a lot of homosexual gay talk. Uh, probably we have no insight. I mean, we're like two straight guys that don't know shit about it, but uh, it happens. Uh, locker rooms, ball sacks, uh, class prank, uh, presidential pardons, farmers working, checking receipts at Walmart, uh, the NFL schedule, side bitches, drug deals, and medical marijuana. Uh, I think this is probably the most offensive episode in a while, so I hope y'all enjoy it. A podcast with Mo. What up? We're joined by Snappy. To all the Twitter, Instagram, Discord, Snapchat fans everywhere. Let's get ready to podcast. It just hit me like I don't really care. understand how you don't have a Snapchat. With a name like Snappy, it really seems like you should have a Snapchat. Yeah, I've been trying to log into Twitter and get the Discord, but, you know. Right, right. There's just so so much shit to keep up. It's like all the same, just on different forums. You know? Right. I don't, I'll be honest, I tried Snapchat for a second, didn't get it. Uh, people would send me a message, I wouldn't log in for a few days and be like, that shit disappeared. And I'm like, all right, I guess I just missed that. I don't under, I just don't get it. So, um. See, I'll never understand how a lot of this stuff works because I'll probably never get it. Kind of like Tinder, I'll never understand how it works because I'll never get it. You get you know. together and you fuck. So Tinder's for swipe left, swipe right, hold on tight. I mean, something like that. Yeah, and then you try to make funny joke pickup lines. Mm. One chick see your dick. Um, <laughs> all right, first thing we got to get to, even though it's a guest second, we talked about all that shit. Um, is our Patreon, patreoncom slash podcast with Mo. Uh, go there, give us money, a dollar a month or more. We'll get you early access. Plus, we'll just get you the title of being a patron, and that's worth more than a dollar. Guarantee that. You can go around and tell people about it. That's a conversation starter. There you go. Uh, if you pay enough money to be a producer, put on your resume, like Snappy, my mother, Hurricane Haynes, Powwow, Marshall, Dharma Initiative, Bear, and Jay. Again, someone's payment did not go through. This month, so I got $10 less than normal, which is fine. Um, I wish they would tell me who so I could shame you on this podcast. So, <laughs> uh, I think it's going to retry try or sometime. And if it goes through, I'll get it next month. But, uh, that's how Patreon works. I don't have some podcast friends who don't have Patreons. And I'm always like, fuck it. Why, might as well, man. Your mom might give you money. That's what happened to me. And, uh, you know, they anyway, that's just how Patreon works. Everyone look into it. Um, also, we got a merch shop. Um, I need to order me a new shirt soon. I just sold my car today, my old car. Got a call from my dad that he sold it. We got a call. He called me. And was like, "Will you take this much?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude! I don't care. Sell for whatever." Hell you get. yeah. Um. So I know he sold it. So maybe I'll use some of that money to give me a T-shirt, and then I'll pay off the bank. Um. But, uh, merch shop. Put a link in the podcast comments on that shit, so y'all can go there and get some of that. And then also, Snappy, you mentioned the Discord. Um, and so everyone else should also, if you're interested and want to go to the Discord, send us an email. Eventually, we'll play the email on this podcast. And you can send an email. I'll send you a link. Um, you can join this week. We had a little bit of activity. Yeah. People kind of started talking a little bit more. It's like a, like it was it's like activity, and then it dies for a few days, and everyone's like, "Oh fuck, hey, what's up, guys?" Right, pretty much. So we're trying to keep this little community going. Uh, there's quite a few cool people, but it's also a bunch of people that don't really like to start conversations. So. Well, I got to chat with my cousin a little bit through it last night. Right. Rusty. Hell yeah. Hell, he started Muay Thai, and it fucking sounds real. Yeah, Muay Thai's, I remember seeing nah, some like, He said doing sit-ups, getting hit with a bamboo stick. Fuck. Right, yeah, he's taking it to the next level. Hell. Um, He's going to be ripped like Jean-Claude. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking excited. I mean, Rusty is always... I always thought he was kind of on the skinny side, but I know right. he would always be like, I'm watching my weight, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I always thought about? he was like skinny, skinny. Right, but he didn't always, you know, I think he always wanted to get a little more cut, you know, yeah. a little more rip. Uh, so I think that's probably what he's going for here. And, uh, yeah, I hope it goes well between him 
And then if you get back into judo and we got Kurt Thiz with the jiu-jitsu, we have us a little podcast fighting team. Hell yeah. Ready to compete Hell, at Bloodsport. Curtis even talking about Kurt Thiz, even talking about taking a fight eventually. Yeah. I mean, he's all for it. Uh, I think I'm too old to be doing that nonsense. I think I'd like to do one. Hell, I'd probably get my ass knocked out, but you know. Right. Just to say you did it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I got my ass knocked out. <laughs> uh. All right, something that's uh, kind of a big story this week. Not really a big story, but enough on Twitter, the internet. So D-Wade has uh, had a son, right, who identifies as a female. Right. And I don't know the full story, so I probably shouldn't talk about it, but it was a big deal today, and I was like, should I look I all this it, up? I just seen one thing about it earlier. All right. And so, oh, yeah, so the All-Star weekend happened, and it was pretty decent, but everyone thinks Dwayne Wade robbed Aaron Gordon because he's a heater and the other guy was for the heat, you know. And so D-Wade is also brought up for that reason recently in the news. But anyway, his uh, now daughter, I think they're going to have sex surgery, or maybe they already have. I've seen the word transgender, so I was assuming it was in place. Right, so they are saying transgender. Now, I'm of the opinion, and who gives a fuck what I think, honestly, but then again, that's what this podcast is about. Uh, I think it's always weird when I have to feel like I'm too conservative for the internet, right? Like, when the internet's like, no, this is, fuck, y'all's clean it up or whatever for a fucking 12-year-old, 13, however old this is, to be making a life-changing decision like this. Um, and then people are like, well, then you know. But then again, those same people, and I know I've seen this joke everywhere, but for real, though, are the same ones that are like, but R. Kelly's a creep. Now, I personally believe if you have a sex with a 14-year-old, you are a creep, so I get it. But R. Kelly's argument seems to be that those girls are making the decision, they know what they want, and then you're turning around and saying these other kids that know what they want, you're totally cool with. Dude, I had thought about it that way, but that's a valid point, really. Right. Like I, I think both. I think it's disgusting what R. Kelly does, but that's a valid point, you know? Right, so like... I don't know. I don't have kids like that. Right? I mean, you have kids that age and stuff. I think you have to be, I would, in my mind, think you have to protect kids from themselves. Now, I'm not saying it's necessarily uh, wrong to be trained. I don't know, right? I don't know how I would handle that situation. No idea. I do think it's weird that if you say it's a mental disorder and call it gender dysmorphia, which is what they've called it forever, which literally means that you think you were born as the wrong gender, people are like, don't you say that. And I'm like, but it's like legitimately the scientific term. And then people... Or like, no, no, they know. And I'm like, I don't know if you know, because, again, I didn't do too much crazy stuff, but I can just easily imagine a kid just needing attention and acting out. And if you're going to take it to the fact, and now, again, I don't know if D-Wade's kid's got his dick cut off, but if someone gets their dick cut off before they're 18, I have a problem with that. I don't, maybe that's my problem, and I shouldn't worry about their dick, but you just can't come, come back from that. No, they say like child abuse. <laughs> so anyway, I'm not woke enough for it, even though I feel pretty fucking woke. And if that kid wanted to act a girl and dress like whatever, or not act with like feel like they are. And when you're 18 and you want to make that fucking decision, you go for That's it. That's where I was about to go. I'd be like, when you're 18, you can make that decision. It's like my mom and tattoos. My mom was like, when you're 18, I don't give a fuck. But I ain't fucking taking you to get a tattoo because I had friends whose mom took them to get tattoos before they turned 18. Right. And they would, you know, they think that's so cool and shit. I was like, I ain't doing that shit. I ain't, I'm not nope. cool like that. <laughs> you got to wait like the rest of everybody else. <laughs> right. And so, uh, I don't know. I just kind of, I, I know it's sensitive because people are like, but their feelings and all. And I'm like, I get it. And I fucking watched uh, Transparent, which is a great television I mean, show. Act like feelings are brand new. Feelings have been around since people have been around. It's just a real a weird world, and another part of me feels like it's because of overpopulation. So for a long time, maybe they just want to masturbate a different way. I don't think. It, see, I don't know. This, here's my for real thought. I don't know how you masturbate differently necessarily, unless you're saying like just they cut off their dick. And well, then, you know, you you stroke your penis, you know, you finger your your vagina. Well, I think it'll be a little. I mean, well, you actually, would, you, finger, you, would you would finger your inverted penis, right? So it would definitely be different, but probably similar. It's the same nerve endings. I, in I mean, it. I don't know. I, I'm trying to throw stuff out there because I, I, right. it blows my mind. I don't get it. I remember watching this documentary on China when I was like 18, like early on in my like, you know, very shaping my weird thinking of me being an adult. And it was about how uh, when they had that whole one child law, you know, like couples going to have one kid. 
a lot of them at first all had boys. You know, that's what everyone wanted. So they'd be like, well, fuck this girl. I'm waiting until I get a boy <laughs> right. scenario. And uh, I probably shouldn't have laughed at that. But anyway, that's what they did. And then now girls are really valuable. And, like, if you have a girl, because there are so many men, they'll pay your family fucking a bajillion Chinese bucks or whatever, right, to marry your daughter or shit. So, like, there are benefits to having a girl um, in China now. But that whole group of Chinese men that were there so many men, like the percentage of gay men was like a huge, huge number, right? Compared to every other place in the world. Like when they actually get like real numbers and shit and like, cause they have this word like middle class that lives like us, but you don't really see that shit. You always see like the farmlands or like the, I don't the know. City. China's a big motherfucking place. Uh, but uh, anyway, and so I was always like, well, yeah, that makes sense. It's like somehow through society, it makes enough people gay so that it, it it worked like they're just not you know so i also think maybe through overpopulation there's just so many people somehow the earth is fighting back through people being uh because i'm not saying there's anything wrong being transgender but you are sterile once you do that you can't have kids um so maybe that's just nature's way of making us slow the fuck down on having kids as you're like all right well, however many percentage are gay and however many percentage are transgender and they can help raise these kids because fucking straight people suck at it. I mean, a lot of them do anyway. Fucking Or there's enough foster kids out there that can just adopt all those. Right, exactly. Exactly. I'm, that's what I was exactly right. saying. Um, now, I think that's all super insensitive to be like, oh, you're nature's way of whatever. But I think it kind of makes sense in a weird way. Because we are definitely overpopulated on the I earth. I mean, what you're saying in Chinese, they didn't really have much of a choice. Right. Unless they got out of China. Like, I guess, and I'm, you couldn't really do this without some sort of uh, extinction scenario of killing a bunch of humans. But, like, let's say we get down, because we're at, what, like, 4 billion people on Earth? Is that the number? Something like that? Really? Maybe 7, like 7 billion. Maybe it's oh. 7 to 8, something like that. Uh, I, I forget what the number is. I know we have 300 million adults in America. But let's say, like... We have 300 million adults in America. Let's say if that number was like 30 million adults, like there was one-tenth the number of people, same amount of land and all resources and all that stuff, do you think there would be less gay people percentage-wise or the same? Because in my brain, for whatever reason, I feel like because then your society's in like, we got to populate this place mode. But maybe like Hollywood would want us to believe because almost every TV show you watch now is like, oh, no, there was always gay people and here's their secret adventures, you know. Like a lot of them, uh, what, Alexander the Great? Right. He was supposedly gay. Right. Well, all those dudes, it wasn't gay. wasn't like, I mean, it, it was definitely a thing the way we think of it. But, like, they just fucked dudes when they were off at war. Like, they yeah. fucked bitches when they were home. But when they went off to war, they fucked dudes because that's what you did. It Sounds wasn't like, like prison. They're just in it for the stay. Right. And they were, but they were into, like, you. I want you to have a good physique, dude. And if I'm fucking you, I want you to look good. <laughs> and so... Uh, only reason I know this because I had a fucking football coach who was obsessed with that fact and talked about it way too fucking often with his weightlifting ass. And I was like, anyone else feel weirded out by this coach talking about this all the time? He'd be like, yeah, do you know the Romans though? They had butt sex. That's what they did when they went off to war. They're the greatest warriors on earth. And he'd be like, okay, coach. <laughs> it was fucking weird. Was he trying to say, yeah, gay people can play football or what? What? Oh. I, maybe. maybe. Maybe that's what he was maybe going he was for. Gay. I mean, that's where I'm, yeah, that's where right. I was thinking. Like, I mean, he had, he was married and stuff, but uh, one of my best friends, who I've talked about in here growing up, his uh, stepdad was gay. And it was like one of these things where, like, well, of course he was. Like, I mean, everyone just knew it. And I know it sounds, again, mean, but I think you, we all had gaydars back in the day, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, so, but it did, like, divide my friend's family. Like, his whole family fell apart, you know, and it all came out and stuff. And so, like, I remember him being like, I completely understand why he's kind of against it or whatever, you know? It was like, in his mind, it, like, ruined his family. But in my mind, it was like, well, he was never, he didn't turn gay. He was gay the whole time. He just happened well, to marry and have ne- kids. Well, he should have never done all that. Probably never should have done that. But then the argument could be made was the society at that time pressured him because that was, you know, the 90s or whatever um, into doing this lifestyle. And Maybe well, he didn't know right away. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't know until afterwards. Um, something I totally shouldn't talk about, but that's what makes it more fun, is I have an uncle um, who recently um, has come out. I mean, on Facebook, he's engaged to a, a man, you know, a guy or whatever. And... uh I remember when I was eight years old getting my mouth washed out of soap at my aunt's house because I asked if he was gay to his sister. 
because I just was like, he's gay though, right? And like, I know he was married and stuff. And they were, and again, I wasn't malicious about it. Right. I've no, I've never in my entire life been like had any problem with gay people. Um, but they were like, how dare you say that about him? And then every one of my friends ever who came to our Christmases or, you know, whatever we had with the family were like, oh, is your uncle gay? And I was like, apparently not, but. I'm pretty sure, you know, my whole life, right. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So I felt super vindicated when on Facebook he put he was engaged to a dude. And I was like, that motherfucker, I knew it this whole time. Well, you should have just got the gif. I knew it. There's a ton of them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's right. where I would have done. Yeah, I just I just hearted it, you know, because apparently <laughs> some people on that side of my family aren't as accepting you as me. You something? Uh, oh, shit. Oh, I guess just like, I'm thinking of Twitter. I like Oh, it. I was like, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah, I only heart stuff that if it's office related or, man, there was something the other day that was like a two crossovers, like two of my favorite, like random things. I was like, I'll heart that, I guess. Um, but you only get a ha-ha if I actually legitimately laugh um, out loud in real life, then I will react with a ha-ha. So they're pretty rare. Yeah, it don't take much to make me laugh. Sorry. I mean, I'll go like the, you know, the... Exhale out through the nose, like that's pretty good. But as far as like to make me actually laugh, I've seen some shit lately that I'm just like, oh my fucking god. Um, <sighs> so I don't know if I got there anyway. D Wade said, uh, now I think D Wade, the way he's handling his daughter, uh, you know, scenario, Will Smith's son gay too? Uh, probably he said he is, but people, I think he's like gender fluid or some shit, which is something different, I think. Um, for what I understand it, everybody in eight of schools by. Well, you know, take what you can get these days, I guess. Second world, weird world. Um, I don't know if I brought up on this podcast or just in the Discord with Rusty, but I was listening to Joe Rogan with Jim Norton was on there, and Jim Norton was talking about how him and his friends in like fourth grade were all blowing each other and sucking each other off, and and he just said it like I'm passing and just kept going, and Joe's like, wait, what? Uh, wait, your friends were, and then he ended up moving, so he doesn't talk to these guys, doesn't know them. They hasn't been talked about before, and Joe's like, well, clearly one of y'all were molested and taught it to the other kids, and then Jim Norton was just like, I just felt good, so yeah, I mean, i do it to them because they're going to do it to me, and I just, my brain, and I know you shouldn't think about it because it's super pedophilia shit, I can't even imagine being in like third grade and me and my friends touching each other's dicks. No. Like, it's so foreign to me that then I was like, I brought up in our Discord, like, anyone have this experience? Because I just, you know, I remember when I was, like, four, and me and my friend Zach living in the low-income housing would run naked everywhere. But, like, that was just because it was funny is how I remember it. You know, I don't think it was I sexual. Was four, nobody cares, you know? Right. And then one old, uh, old man got mad because we were naked in his backyard. Yeah. Um, and I got, quote-unquote, in trouble at, like, four for that. But, um, yeah, I just didn't have any weird sexual shit. And so I was like, well, fuck, maybe that is a thing where kids do. But I could just... Me and my friends that just just did not. Just I never want to say, "Hey, you want to you want to touch peepees?" <laughs> right. Never ever. Jeez. I remember being uh, one of my first times I said not at a friend's house at, at my friend Dew's, and us both pissing at the same time in a toilet bowl. I get like six years old or something, and then being like, "That's funny." <laughs> closest <laughs> that's we about, got, it, about it. Closest people got to seeing seeing our pee when they had the the trough in elementary school, and you see who could pee the farthest. Right. Uh. Yeah, I mean, and then. If you played sports in your locker rooms and stuff, you were going to. Uh, yeah. But that was different. I don't know. Seemed like it. I, don't, I never got sexual vibes in the locker room necessarily, except when uh, one kid whose penis is way larger than everyone else's um, got a, a very large erection. And then some other kids were like fascinated with it. And then you were like, I think all these kids are gay. Because <laughs> like they're all really into this. And then all of us, they're like, oh, yeah, cool, man. We're going to just move on. It was like a whole different vibe. So um, anyway, I'm sure people have been there in the locker rooms. And if you haven't, that's what locker rooms are like. I, you can, I mean, there's one dude that had a nutsack to say he's had something wrong with it, like a third ball or something. And his nutsack was like as big as a softball. I mean, you couldn't miss this shit. Right. Um, I remember there. Any, Even when he was walking around in his drawers, uh, we called him boss. <laughs> any. I've noticed that any guys who have large testicles are very prideful of it. And I'm always like, hey, what benefit do the large testicles have? And they're like, they're fucking big. And you're like, you like put them in there? Like, I mean, what are you, what are you doing? It's like one of the things that hang off the bumper cars. Right. I think perspective, it doesn't do you any favors with your large nut sacks. Um, Maybe they store more semen in there. 
I don't know if Siemens stored it in there. I don't either. I know when I was uh, like eight, I was at my friend Trevor's house for his birthday. It was just his family and me. Like none of the other, there was another party for his friends, but I was a neighbor, so I got to come over to the family party. And I was running in his backyard, and I tripped over a rabbit cage, and it hit me around the ball sack and ripped my ball sack open. No, like ripped it open, it bled. Right, it was like bleeding, and I was yeah. like, and so me as a, like eight year old was like, my ball sack's ripped open. And then his dad had to be like, we got to make sure you're fine. And he was like, yeah, you just got a goddamn cut on your ball sack. But I was like, oh, my balls are gonna fall out of my ball sack, <laughs> and I was so scared. Um, <laughs> That's how it is as a kid, though. So everything's amplified. Um, other random, I'm just having a lot of random memory thoughts that I wrote down this week. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Raisin in the Mountain Dew experiment, but when I was in like fifth or sixth grade, the teachers played this uh, trick on our class, I guess, where they told us that they found this new creature. Uh, and I don't remember what the fuck they named it. Maybe we were going to get to name it or some shit, but there was some new creature found locally that's never been discovered, but it had to live in urine. And so we had this shit, you know, on the as big old fucking jug that looked like urine, and uh, these things were living in it, right? And, like, these little bubbles would come out of them and shit, so they're out there breathing and shit. And this urine, you're like, oh, it's fucking crazy. And they kept it going for, like, a week or two, and then at the end, one of our teachers drank it, and we were all like, oh, what the fuck? He drank the urine. It ended up being Mountain Dew. And they were just raisins in, in Mountain Dew. But it like lets off air every once in a while. So it looks like they could be little weird fucking creatures. Huh. And I remember thinking, like, they cared so much about that. And I bet rarely do any of us ever think about that. And it was just because they really thought they got us on some prank for, like, a two seconds of, like, ooh, he drank piss. All right. And they really committed to it. I would have so. let y'all think it for a little while longer. Right. Maybe it was like a whole month. I don't know. But I remember being very or like. maybe they could have just left it for like the rest of the year and showed y'all at the end of the year. Because, you know, no one like, wasn't like you could really look it up on the internet at that point. <laughs> Dude, that was an encyclopedia day. I mean, I think I got an internet, uh, like an internet computer at home in sixth grade. Yeah, but um, it, it took a while to look shit up, man. Right. Come and it wasn't now. as easy. You had to go to Monte Vista or whatever <laughs> and type your in your, for your searches. Uh, got a compact computer, which reminds me, I started watching again, you know, my second rewatch of it, uh, halting catch fire, which was a show on AMC and, uh, it's, it's okay. You know, it's kind of weird, but, uh, it's all about early computers. Yeah. We're watching uh rescue me right now again. Hell yeah. Uh, Dennis Larry, man, he's just, he's fucking, he's just an unthoughtful asshole in it. You know, and I just fucking love it. I can't support Dennis Larry in anything. Uh, because he stole everything about his act from Bill Hicks. So, fuck Dennis Leary. Sorry. It's okay. You don't. I mean. I didn't don't. know. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't he's, really care about Bill Hicks until like 10 years ago. He's like, real oh. good in Rescue Me. Yeah, I know it's a. It was a big deal when it was fucking. It was Aaron or whatever. <laughs> All right, so if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. So there's some presidential pardon shit going on, right? And it's another example of people having really short term memories and, uh, like, so Trump pardoned some people out right, that were in jail, and maybe he shouldn't have pardoned them. I don't fucking know. I haven't looked into any of it. All I know is I've seen people saying, like, well, this is abuse of power for him to pardon anyone. The president shouldn't be allowed to pardon people. And it's like, guys, Obama pardoned more people than anyone ever. Every president, that's what they do this time of year on their final years. They pardon people. Right. People like, writing all these every letters. Every single president has done it since I've been alive. That right. I... That's just what happened. So, like, I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong and saying they shouldn't be able to if you think that. But, like, to say, like, this one dude did it and no one else I mean, has, it's you're just not Because right. I remember there's a lot of people trying to say some of the people Obama let go was really controversial. Right. I mean, I but. I remember that. They all do it. I mean, they know. I guarantee you do. Trump's letting some of the wrong ones out, but he's probably letting some of the right ones out, too. Right. I bet it's just fucking, hey, who do I know? All right. They get out of jail. I mean, come on. guess what? If I became president, my homies would get out of jail. That's how Remember that would go. Remember what they said? It's not what you know, it's who you know. 
Exactly. Shit. Um, all right. If my homie did something real bad, um, but even LV, LV did a lot of really bad shit that, again, someday I got to talk about again on this podcast. And then again, got to ride him in jail, but I don't even know how to get to the hold of him at the moment. So I got to figure all that out. Uh, I would still be like, yeah, we're going to pardon him. He's done his time. And they'll be like, but he armed, there was armed robbery and he robbed all these. Pl-. I'm like, yeah, but we're going to just sign the pardon. So I can't judge anybody, you know, but that's just, um, yeah. and my hip hop side. But like, it's become just one party against the other at this point. No one's trying to work together anymore. I agree. And and the whole politics thing, like, they're all trying to screw Bernie. Which is fine. I mean, I don't Again? know. It's been pretty obvious they're going to try to screw Bernie. So there's Bloomberg fool? Yeah, there's Bloomberg. And even though he had some stuff come out where he was... People are saying it was racist. You know, I heard the comments. He was just saying... He was defending, like, a lot of old people this whole... Um, if the statistics say the crime rates here, you put more cops there. So he was saying, well, we put more cops in black neighborhoods because there's more crime in black neighborhoods, you know? So he was like, on my car, saying that, but that's like a really bad thing to be said for the Democrats, you know? That's not racist. That's well, truth. To some people, will be. Now, a lot of people, because I remember in college taking a statistics class, talking about the exact thing. Whereas in like, well, if you look at, if you do, it's circular logic. If you keep putting cops there, then of course they're still going to be more people arrested there because that's where the cops. So at some point in time, it's going to prove itself. Right. So I, I mean, I, I get why it's not necessarily right. Uh, now there's a lot of nuances. I'm sure. But he did. He was the mayor of New York. I'm sure he said that in some reference to some specific thing. I don't fucking know. Now, uh, I seen a little clip of something he was going off on uh, yesterday. He was like, well, farmers, he goes, uh, you got the dirt and you put the water on it and up pops the corn. He goes, but now that we're in an IT world, you got to have people that uh, can look and oversee and think. He was acting like farmers couldn't think. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, I mean, how he was just acting like they were the dumbest fucking people in the world. It's not fucking easy farming. I mean, it- well, there's different. When you say farmer, it's not just one guy. Like I think, because most people have seen this in the world, movie Son in Law, right? Right. So in the movie Son in Law, there's a few different tiers you see, and like the father of the girl in Son in Law, it would be a smart farmer. Like he is the guy overseeing it all and then there's like the fat dude who's the farm hand and he's like a medium level of he is pretty experienced and then there's crawl who don't fucking he is a fucking idiot right like he's the low rung uh farm hand so there's just different levels to shit but yeah I've, i mean growing up where we grew up i know plenty He'd of smart farmers say going forward they need it people that think outside the box and shit well, I think you do kind of need some IT people, but I do. I don't think uh, he was not, we have a shortage. He was basically, saying not anyone can have ideas. It has to be certain. I would disagree, but I mean that's what he said. I, I can look up. The right. Clip. I mean, I don't know. I don't care anything about. I don't think Bloomberg will get the nominee nomination, but a lot of people do think he's going to do it. But I think uh, we have a lot of IT people, and that's not really America's problem. America's problem, in my opinion, is that the super rich corporations would rather go to other countries and pay less money for that labor. All right. And I got shit to do. We're not qualified. Like, they're not like, oh, in India, they're more qualified to take those phone calls. No, they're going to get take less money to take those phone calls. That's that's right. nothing to do with, like, the skill and, uh, like, intellect of Americans, even though we are probably fucking stupid as fuck, right, in a lot of ways. Um, but I'm... It's just because we just literally have nothing here that provides jobs unless you're selling something. I mean, I've been trained to do several different things. Once they show me how to do it, all right, cool. We're good. Right. I've been like that with about anything. Right. I mean, well, I think it goes a long way to if you're like a decent worker, if you just show up and you're, you'll work right. and stuff. Uh, some I've learned as an adult, and I don't ever brag on myself about this shit because I'm not like, like Powell, I was one of the hardest workers I, I know, you know, so I've been around him. And my dad also was a great worker. And I'm decent. You know, like I'll always show up and try hard and I'll like care or whatever. Uh, but some people do not. And I've worked with those people. You're like, oh, you you really don't give a fuck at all. I just have too much shame. Like I can't stand people thinking I'm not pulling my weight or something, you know, no, like, all like, that plays into I'm it. I'm the guy that like puts up good numbers and does really well, but I'm going to fucking talk shit about it. Right. Hey, whatever you can do. Like in my job now, I get I'm underneath not. a lot of people's skin but i just need to make sure um you're not an idiot i don't know i got put on the lowest level of our uh building this week i don't know what i did there's it's, like it's, it's called padlocker 
Oh, hell where yeah. You, uh, all, the, all the boxes roll down the conveyor, and you pull them off, stack them on a pallet. That's what I've done for eight hours a day the last two days. Looks like it's going to be that way the most of the week. Well, hell yeah. Because right now, you know, they gave us these big fat raises. Now, they've cut out all overtime, but yet need us to run Saturday. But they're cutting us, whoever working Saturday, they're cutting off a day during the week. Which kind of worked out for me because I didn't really like Mondays. Right. And I was already working Saturdays anyway. I didn't have anything going on in February. But Now you and Kurt this can hang out because he's off Mondays too. There you go. Oh. Uh, he's probably rolling. Right. I, 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 ecstasy lovers. I'm still using my, uh, no, not not oh. that rolling. <laughs> like rolling on the mats. Uh, but I'm using my ankle as an excuse not to go back right now. I can tell. I, I can am tell. I am broke, though. I am broke. It does cost a little chunk. It's fucking weird, but I get it. They got to pay for it and shit, but it's always like. It's really not that bad if you just do one, but if you go all out, it's like fucking damn near 100 a month, and I just ain't got it right now. Right. Feel you. Um, if you have a hundred dollars a month extra though, go to the Patreon. That's what I say. <laughs> um, all right. I got like two random things. You got anything you need to talk about? No, I was looking like, you never notice on the rants and race page that no one seems to think they have to follow the rules and everybody's right. Like, okay. Walmart. What's your, what's your thoughts on Walmart? Here's the latest one I seen earlier before I came over about checking the receipts. What about it? Like the people that wait at the door? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's annoying. I mean, do you show them your receipt? Or no, you... I walk right by the fuck bomb. Do you? Yeah, <laughs> I don't stop at I, all. Hey, what's, what's the big deal with how it is? I want to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, I walked up and I paid for that motherfucker. And now you're going to make me wait again after I already waited a line to check out for then you to look at my receipt? That's fucking weird. They usually just scan it and look in the bag and scan that one item and... And then scan your receipt, and then you're all good. Scan what item? What are you talking about? I don't know. That's what I've seen them doing. No, they just look at your receipt. They look at your bag and make sure it's all seems to be there, and you're not stealing shit. You're not scanning anything. Well, they had, one dude had a scanner, and he was scanning people. It was like he would scan an item in their bag and then scan their receipt, and it shows up if it was good or not. Well, I haven't seen people do that. But then again, I don't stop. I'll look at that motherfucker. Like, some lady will be standing there, and I'll look at her like, but like, I'm not stopping because guess what? I got a whole fucking cart full of shit and I just walk right by them. They don't say shit to me. So like if you go to like Bass Pro Shop and they stop you and you don't check, make sure would you stop or keep on going? I keep on going. If I already paid for that motherfucker and I walked out and you're going to come to me like I'm but, stealing some shit. But that it's, it's theft prevention. Then put on the goddamn shit that beeps when you walk out like they already have. I don't. What's the big deal? Why, what's hard about that? Motherfuckers. But only electronics and shit like that beep, really. It don't beep like whether it was scanned. Well, they should it's work on it. It's not that smart. They should fucking work on Think it. Think about that. I mean, you got a bag of dog food. But, like, they didn't have to do this 30 years ago. There wasn't someone just sitting, all right, I'm here at the door now. Before you can leave this store, let me verify you paid for everything. They do the same thing at Sam's Club. You can't get out of there unless they look at your receipt. I don't go to Sam's Club, so and I would never would yeah, because Walmart's that reason. Yeah, Walmart's a suburb of Sam's. I saw I went to Walmart for my whole adult life and as a child, and this is a fairly new thing of them doing it. And I used to be, they would only do it for things not in a bag. Well, I don't really shop, so it's not really affecting me. It's just I read these comments. Why, why do people think if this is a place of businesses rules, like you just go into a restaurant and it says no running, you just think you can get up and run around? But this isn't the rules. You don't walk in and they don't have a sign that says, hey, before you leave here, you're going to do it. And it doesn't happen every time. It's a random motherfucking time. So, yeah, if I have a plan to go get shopping done and then I'm trying to leave and I have to stop and inconvenience myself because some old fuck can't just say hello to people when they walk in and now has to look through your bag to give them some fake importance. Like, I think it's fucking weird as shit. And me walk by with my fucking stone cold face if I'm not stopping and not once has any Walmart employee told me, sir, you have to stop so I can check your basket. That never well, happens. There's a lot of comments like that. There's like, it's a, they don't have the right. You can just walk on past them. Right. Talking about like technical rights and shit. I mean, I don't give a fuck about any of that. It's just like, I don't know. Now, if I walked out with nothing fucking, I, if I walk into Walmart and then walk out with nothing, I would feel fucking guilty as shit. I'd be like, I'll check me. I didn't steal anything. But if I'm walking out with fucking 
a whole basket full of shit. And I spend like over a hundred dollars every week on stupid fucking groceries at Walmart. And I don't need those motherfuckers to check my basket. So anyway, that's where I'm at. <laughs> Damn. You're on that side of it, huh? It don't even take them like fucking ten seconds. But it gets it gets backed up, and you're perfect. You're thinking you go through it on there. You don't even fucking go to Walmart. You don't even fucking know. There's fucking like twelve people leaving at all times, and so then like, hold on, you're behind it. No, fuck all that. So next time I buy a beer at a restaurant, I'm just gonna go walk by behind the counter and pour it because I paid for that motherfucker. That's not at all what we're saying. It's not even close. I mean, you're- this would be like saying you went to at a restaurant and then you bought food. And then they were like, hold on, before you eat that, let me see your receipt. The fucking Chinese lady does it to me all the time. She runs back out, runs down the parking lot, check my bags. Well, that is crazy. They because don't normally she, do that she at always restaurants. Fucking forgets. So, so that's like, she you, go to, put shit in there. you go to Mazio's, as you would say, and uh, they hand you your pizza. And then they were like, hold on, before you can leave with that, hand me that receipt again. Okay, now hand me that pizza too. I'm going to check it again, even though... You came into this store, fucking paid for it, and we handed it to you. Now, I'm going to check that motherfucker again before you leave the store. It's a separate employee. Not the fucker that checked you out, but a different one is now at the door. That's fucking weird as shit. And I think everyone should agree with that. Anyone that doesn't, people that don't go to stores (laughs) is where I'm at. Um, The NFL schedule could change. It's all that shit. Oh, yeah? Where only the number one seed has a buy. Uh... Extra team will make it in the playoffs. Uh, I think that's a big difference. I think it's 17 game seasons out there now. Yeah. Or they have 16. So, anyway, uh, I saw some uh, stuff today. 16. 17 weeks, 16 games. Uh, I think they're going to 17 games with an extra game in the playoffs. So, that's what's in the being talked about right now with the CBA negotiations or some shit for the NFL. So I'm sure that'll so become news. they're going to add another game? They're trying to get more money? Or, I think so. Because it seemed like most people are trying to sit out as much as possible lately. Right. I think they're trying to add Why another. Why are injuries all of a sudden a thing when you can hit less? Is it because people have to shift and stop and avoid? No, it's because people have to get hit in the knees instead of the helmet and shoulders like they used to. Like, I can say, I can say what you want. I got hit in the helmet a lot. And probably was really bad. Um, I would much rather be hit there than fucking the knees. Yeah. Just fucking I've, shred your knees up and shit. People get injured all the time. I never got a concussion. I got a couple. I know of. I got two that I'm aware of. I don't know about any others. I mean, usually if you was playing pretty hard, injuries didn't happen. It was my philosophy. Right. I got ear holed by a kid when I was in eighth grade. It fucking took like 12 seconds for the vision to catch up with the world turning. I was like, well, fuck. I got my bell rung a few times, but never concussion. All right. Um, anyway, so NFL shit can happen. Um, and then I saw a fun or heard a fun topic on another podcast. That's my new thing. I'm just going to start stealing topics from other podcasts because why not? Of a scenario of side bitches. So if you ever had a side bitch, you know, let's say you lived in a world in which your wife is okay with that for some reason, right? Um, what kind of side bitch you getting? Like in a completely objectifiable way. Like, you know, if you could just pick, cause you know, it don't really matter. Obviously big around titties. Of course. Of course. Hmm. Like, are we supposed to pick like a superstar or something? No, no. I mean, I would just say what you're going to like on this Fox too. Like someone was like, well, you know, their wife's kind of cubby, like my, you know, brunette. Or whatever. So, like, well, I would go blonde hair, blue eyes, so I could have the opposite of what my wife is. And then, oh, I definitely go submissive. Go. Oh, that's how opposite of your wife. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's she's a control freak. I right. love her to death, but she likes right. to be in control. Not, uh, not in the bed, but you know, well, maybe. Right. See, I think you have to go like completely different ethnicity. Is probably what I would say. I would uh, definitely go Asian. <laughs> right. For submissive, that might be a good thing, but maybe that's me just playing Ooh, the assumption. And- Maybe like super short and super tiny. Short. <laughs> oh yeah, because you're a big dude, you know. Yeah. So just go as uh, different as possible on that. Yeah, lift her up and lift her up and do the helicopter. See, I think that sounds good in theory until then you have to do that all the time, and you're like, all right, well, I'm just getting tiring a little bit. Well, if it was just a side bitch, right? But I mean, I think in this theory, like the side, it would be like a whole other relationship you have to support. Oh, no. See, no, no. I just want a side piece of ass. No, see, you're talking about strange. Strange and a side piece or or a side bitch would be totally different things. I don't need no more needy. I don't need no needy people. Uh Uh-uh. Right. So I think that's why you'd have to be like um, someone very self-sufficient 
Because uh, I was thinking about something similar because Rusty mentioned the whole polygamy. Oh, and, I didn't notice. He mentioned I haven't been paying attention. Well, it was on the general chat and uh, talking about Utah passed a bill and shit. And uh, I don't know, polygamy would be kind of interesting. Well, I watched that uh, Sister Wives show when it first came on TLC. I remember I watched the first season of it. Um, spoiler alert for that show. Basically, this fourth bitch comes in and ruins a pretty good thing, honestly. Um, but the beginning of the Sister Wives show, uh, when they explain it with him and his three wives, I was like, you know what? If they're all in this consensually and they want to fucking pull their incomes, uh, them four people, like one person's always home watching their kids. Right. One of them's a businesswoman who works. One works part-time, so she kind of does both, and then he's also always working. And he would fucking get up every morning, say goodbye, you know, good morning, goodbye to all of his fucking wives and all of his kids. And, you know, I was like, you know what? If they can fucking do it, I have no personal problem. Now, I got it was like against the law and shit, but I was like, I really don't, I just don't have a problem with it. Now, I think the dark side of it that people would say is that some of these churches and groups, um, some like really rich old fat guy who gives the most money can get the hot young girl, right? And so that it's like in a weird way sex trafficking, but not really because the women are doing it voluntarily and they'll marry whoever the church thinks they should. Um, but sometimes it's like that. In that it's scenario, a- but I was just talking about like right. you said, if all of them could be consensual. Right. Like – but I watched a kind of a movie, and one of them was kind of old school like that, and the other two were modern. It was on HBO. Uh, had, Big Love? Yes. It was, I haven't seen it, but I've seen it on there. I liked it. I mean, I watched it when it first came out. And, uh, like, he would have one, like, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. I mean, it was days. They had they had they each had days. Right. So, And that's kind of how uh, Sister Wives were like. Certain Nazis say they're not with one, and certain yeah. Nazis another one. And, again, I think um, – and I think it worked the other way. Like, I think if you had two dudes and a chick and y'all well worked it out and, you know, and everyone was fucking happy, I don't give a fuck. You can do whatever you want. You know, I'm not going to stop you or, or really care. Um, I don't know how I, if I would be able, you know, to live in these because I'm, I'm honestly not man enough for one. You know, I get bitched at all the time. I'm That's like, it, Sally May. I'm going to Sheila's house. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if, uh, I could, I could, you know, be like i don't make enough money first off to support two ladies so unless they're both the breadwinners and i'm like the house husband like yeah. i'll make beats and take care of stuff here but uh yeah i don't know if i would necessarily be made I'm for that making beats. would you quiet down in there yeah i got real country when i started making beats <laughs> and stay at home um yeah it's interesting so rusty let us know if, when you get your second wife how it is yeah how it is out there in I, Utah. I, I thought about asking him that question Right. Um, I don't think that's offensive. Oh, but. yeah. He was talking about when uh, he come in waiting to move to Utah and uh, some dude showed up to sell you weed <laughs> that was uh, wearing like a skeleton face paint with a backpack on. <laughs> He's like, he didn't know how he didn't get pulled over by the cops. <laughs> Wait, what's this story? What are you talking <laughs> it's about? It's in the Discord, man. Right. I've been fucking out, I guess, in this general chat. Um, it was fucking hilarious. I was like, "Damn, why would Mo buy pot off people like that?" Yeah, um, I the only thing I remember is so uh, Rusty when before he moved to Utah, you know, he had like this big life change stuff, you know, and uh, he come and hung out with me and Pow Wow for a few days. And my goal in life was to get Rusty to smoke weed because uh, I fucking big pot head, you know, especially in college, and. Rusty's not very straight edge. One time Rusty called me leaving a concert and he said, I think I'm high because the lights are playing Tetris. And I just pulled over and bought like 10 slim gems. And I was like, yeah, bro, you probably are. <laughs> and, uh, cause he was at a concert next to people smoking weed. So I do believe Rusty when he hung out, this got a little high cause me and Powell literally just hit this bomb the whole time and blew it right in Rusty's face. And he played like 12 hours of dynasty warriors with us. And, I'm just like, I think he was high, but whatever. Maybe he was. He didn't hit it. You know, he didn't hit that shit. But um, I thought we had a good time, even though he didn't smoke with us. I don't remember who was wearing um, skeleton mask face paints that sold us weed. I'm trying to think of who I would have bought weed off just at straight, that time. Strolled up on a bicycle. Uh, I mean, my that first thought crazy. goes to a couple of fraternity brothers. But I'm like, I don't think they would have been wearing face paint in the middle of the day. And honestly... There's really no telling that. That maybe was that motherfucker was already high when the guy showed up. Yeah, maybe maybe Rusty remembers all a little wrong. Who knows? <laughs> uh, 
because I that just sounded interesting for you to interact with someone like that when they would show up to your house in black face paint riding around on a bicycle. That just doesn't sound nothing like you, right? Well, I remember. I mean, I know that apartment he's talking about, and I think I can remember most people being powwow dealt with because uh, at that time I was fairly fairly careful, but I'm sure desperate times, desperate measures, you know, at certain moments. Yeah, but... I bought some shit off some shady people in my day. <laughs> the shadiest shit I've ever done was in Ardmore, Oklahoma, your old stomping grounds, um, from a guy who knew your brother. Um, there of course was this... he did. Probably bought some CDs off of him. <laughs> there was this uh, oil change place. I can't remember the name of it right now, but it's like on one of those little main roads. I hadn't been to Ardmore in 20 years. Uh, it's like Pit Pros maybe or something like that, right? And uh, anyway, I used to get my oil change there all the time. And when I was getting my oil change, there was this new black dude working there, and he was vacuuming out my car. And he noticed I had some like a pack of cigarillos in my glove box. And then he came up to me while I was in there waiting on them to change my oil. Like he was not involved in the oil change part. He was like, "Hey man, you trying to buy some? Uh, I know you got some cigarillos in there. Now you know anyone, anyone that has cigarillos, they try and buy some. <laughs> and I was like, I lived in Medill, I know fucking nobody around there. I had to drive, I drove from fucking Medill to Norman every month and like stocked up and drove back. And it was a whole fucking ordeal, right? So I was like, sure, we'll give this dude a shot. And now this was fucking stupid. I should not have in hindsight. Um, but I was like, sure, man, I got some of my cars done. Uh, and he was like, all right, well, just give me a ride over so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. And I was, and here's the thing. Everyone's like, everyone's in Ardmore is pretty racist. From what I've been told now is like, you as a white person should not have been as trustworthy of black people in Ardmore because they'll fuck over some white people. Now, I'm naive and almost every black person I've ever met is pretty much like me. So I'm always like, I'm fucking cool. So that was basically my judgment call there. I was like, oh, I guess I'll hang out with this dude. So... Once I realized I made a mistake is when we're going towards wherever the alphabet streets or whatever the hell he told me to go to. <laughs> um, and then he was like, yeah, I got the pin three months ago. And I was like, fuck. And then he was like, well, I'm getting back on my feet, making moves, making moves. And he had like a half a grill and his name was like bug juice or something. It was <laughs> in my phone. Um, June bug, maybe. I think it was June wow. bug. But he asked me, because he saw me, or a girl that worked there asked me if I knew Dustin Mosier. And I go, yeah, that's my cousin. He goes, oh, that's one of my best friends. So that's how I knew they knew him or whatever, your brother. Yeah. Um, We pull up at some place where these fucking black dudes almost fucking shoot me. Not really, but they like jump up acting like they're going to shoot me. And then he jumps out of the car and like, no, man, he's cool. I got to get something from Grandma shit. And then he goes in this fucking backyard. Why are they all sitting there staring at you? I've had so many of these type of deals. And then, uh, yeah, he brought me back, you know, a quarter or whatever the fuck I bought. Um, and then I kept his number. And then I hit him up like a month later, but his phone number was cut off. So never met him again. But that one, I remember feeling so fucking stupid. And I took him back. And he was like, you think you can draw me back off of work? And I was like, yeah, man, sure. <laughs> the fact that they just let him leave like that. <laughs> right. It was crazy. Um, but, yeah, I felt really stupid because that was, like, way after I should have known better. You know, I wasn't young and dumb yeah, at that time. Yeah, you crossed the tracks and went to A, B, C, D, E, F, G. That's what you talk about, the alphabet streets. Right. Um, and then, like people I said, don't go there? Everyone that I've talked to um, that's from Ardmore is like, yeah, that wasn't smart. <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, but it worked out. I would never go across the tracks. I mean, it worked out for the me. The fact though. that they already knew you knew Dustin, though, would be all right, though. All right, give me some <laughs> cred there. Well, and then I didn't like brag that, you know, hey, I rap or whatever, but I did have one of my CDs playing when I got in. Yeah. The guy was like, who is this guy? And I was like, uh, that's me. And he was like, what? You know, and then those moments. So that always helps you out a lot. Whenever yeah. people are like, I like your music, that definitely helps. Because uh, it could go the other way. I've definitely had guys in Ada who hated the fact I rapped off of principle. So hmm. it was like, all right, whatever. Yeah, Weird I showed facts. up at some shady people's houses before, just sitting, waiting, hoping I wasn't getting jacked around. Right. Uh, Always nervous as fuck. I was pretty good. I mean, like I said, definitely been some shady scenarios, but I wasn't, I was good at finding someone pretty cool and then messing with that as long as possible until right. you had to, you couldn't anymore. Um, but yeah, I hated fucking new people. And I hated fucking skinny guys. Because all the skinny guys would be like, hey, will you come with me to meet with so-and-so? And I'm like, no. 
because they probably are going to rob you. No one ever tried to rob me. Real <laughs> fucking honest. With you. Everyone I ever heard of that got robbed of some shit, they were skinny. They were like a hundred <laughs> pounds, and they fucking try to go buy a thousand ecstasy pills, and they end up getting fucking jumped. I'm like, well, yeah, look at you. You shouldn't have done that. You're no not. Shit. You're not made for that. Not just you alone. Um, those are like all the horror stories I can think of, honestly. Oh, oh hell, I had one dude that worked for me, but he was fucking shady as the day I met him to the day I never seen him again. Right. Um, yeah, and I would love to. I wish I had a better memory and I could remember all the random people that come through your life for just like a... Remember those two weeks that one guy hung around a lot and then he just fucking bounced? You know, because we had so many of those moments in college where you're like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened to that guy. Um, like, there's one dude, I think he just worked with Pow Wow, but his name is so unforgettable that i'll never forget it and i remember him very well and i only knew him for a few weeks his name was chase cars <laughs> <laughs> I I, was, uh, he's out chasing cars and i remember he was one of those people that we sold the sticks and stems into the bag for fucking way more than it was worth because he didn't know any better you know um and that's probably bad but it was like fuck it i was like i got this guy dude he's we were gonna sell some shit, and I was like, "All right, man, whatever." <laughs> wow! So it I, happens. I always tried to. Back in the day, you had seeds and stems, dude. I know but it's now, different. But now, now, hello, everyone's got seeds these days too. I found seeds and everything. Yeah. So, in case you don't know, we got the medical marijuana here in Oklahoma. Um, dog Our ups and downs, you know, but definitely lately, seeds have been popping up. Uh, at first, there weren't seeds in any of any of the shit, and now there are seeds. Well, all the time. everybody's trying to crossbreed and get their own strain, right? So they can name it something special and shit. Uh, I need to try some more dispensaries. I know one in town uh, that took over the train depot. They got some bad publicity real early on because I guess they were bad mouthing some customers that didn't spend over a hundred dollars, right? Which I normally do, so I think they would like me well enough. Yeah, but, apparently they talk shit on them after they leave, right? Um, but then again, I judge every motherfucker, the place I've been going to lately, they have, uh, and I'm not even mad, you know, I've purchased a little bit of it. They have the normal flour, you know, that's the more expensive stuff. And then they have, uh, the shake, which is like the shitty shit for however much a gram. And then they have what they call popcorn buds. Now, um, because, and I don't know how I knew, I learned this a long time ago, I was told popcorn buds is whenever weed is picked prematurely and it's not quite ready yet. Um, and that's what it is. Now they're calling it by the size of when it's little, little shit buds basically, right? But they're still buds, you know, they're little nugs. They're little pinky nail nugs. Those are not popcorn nugs. Well, of what I got, they were all about like that, you know, or whatever. Uh, no, no one else see that. I don't know what size that is, like a marble or some shit. So it was like, but it wasn't, I wouldn't call it shake, you know? And then that's at some price. So I think it's cool they have those. But I'll see people go in and be like, I have $5. And I'm like, you came out for $5 worth of weed? And then the one I saw this last time, they try to make them all feel sad. And they're like, it just sucks being this broke, but you just really need it. And I'm like, I'm sorry. And I'm, I'm a big fan. But you don't. You don't need we like that i don't know man it's it just blows my mind i've never fiend for it like that i don't right? think i mean there's been times where i'm I like, really fuck. really fucking wanted it the worst that happens is i yell fuck really loud because i'm bored <laughs> i'm like ah fuck and uh besides that i kind of get over it i picked these motherfuckers like, out of a carpet one time right oh i'll fucking hit fucking resin and all kinds of like, well, who? Here's some joints from three years ago in a yeah, Ziploc bag. I smoked some trimmings this year for three weeks because I didn't have nothing else and I was broke. It happens. It uh, sucked ass, too. But I've never been broke enough to buy fucking $5 worth of weed. I'll tell you that. Man, uh, Graham has taken Oklahoma by surprise. Fucking, hey, they can fucking, how many times you get paid a week? They go and get fucking Graham every other day. Let me get a gram of that. Well, and that's so like I'll talk to the dispensary people right when I'm living in there, and those people leave. I'm like, hey, is that you know is that common? And they're like, every day. Some of these people are in here every day buying one gram. And it's like, where do, if they have a job, and they probably don't. And that's probably the whole key to all this shit. If they had a job, it's like they're not getting paid every day. And if 
and maybe they're like, oh, well, they're a server. Well, they can buy more than a fucking gram. This is crazy. This no is shit. fucking ridiculous. Um, it just wouldn't even be worth it. Like, you, it's not even worth the fucking plastic they're putting it in to give it to you. I could see maybe getting an eighth twice a week if you got paid like <laughs> twice a week, I guess. But it gets cheaper the more you buy. I typically don't get over an eighth uh, at the place I've been going to because I hate their baggies. If you get over an eighth, they put them in those their little squeeze and seal bags, yeah. and I rip them every time I open them. I just rip the fucking bag, and I'm like, God damn it! I never can open it right. So I just I'm like, keep it an eighth, so y'all can put it in those little fucking bottles. And they're always like, okay, and I'm like, I'll just get an eighth of something else. I, got, I just don't want y'all to put in those fucking bags. <laughs> Hell I mean, yeah. Look at I'm fucking crazy. And the last time I went in there, I saw some really good looking shit that I never noticed before because I've been going with this one grower because they're pretty decent. But the last couple times it hasn't been as good. Um, and then all of a sudden I was like, wait, y'all have weed up here on the fucking behind y'all on this counter? What the hell is that? They're like, oh, it's from this other grower. We shouldn't have room for it. And it looks fucking real good. So you try any of it, though? I haven't tried. I smelled some last time I was in there, and I was like, fuck, if I would have just bought this other shit, I would buy this. It smells what? It's Pontotoc Cannabis, I think, is the grower. Uh, they're, they're pretty decent, from what I hear. Um, But then I'm like some big fucking jars in the back. But anyway, they smelled really good. I think they all smells good in the fucking store, to be honest. Man, but, I can smell that fucking, like, you know, okay, that smells dank. But then when I open the jars, I swear to God, this Oklahoma bud just has a different smell. Right. I swear to it. Um, some does. And they all smell the same to me. I, this Forbidden Fruit 5 shit I've been having, like, it smells just like Hawaiian Punch. So I'm a big fan of that just because it smells so sweet. Not that it tastes like it, but it smells like it. Um, and it's purple, so it always makes you feel cool when you're smelling Hell purple yeah. shit. Um, all right, man, you got anything else? I feel like we talked about a lot and nothing at the same time. Now well, we're good. All right, peace, all right, man. Peace.
Eight of the Mo makes beats. 